Good evening, everyone. Uh, our readings, uh, you probably picked up, our first and second reading are after the resurrection, after Jesus has ascended, but our gospel is before the crucifixion happens. And uh, um, the first reading speaks about the activities of our early church. That's what the Acts of the Apostle, when Luke was writing it, he's talking about the very beginning of the Christian church as we know it. And um, he speaks about the activities uh, that was going on. And in particular, he records uh, their growth. Uh, they were growing in great numbers. He even makes the comment that the priests are even becoming obedient to the faith. Not, uh, he's talking about the Jewish priests, not Christian priests as we understand it. Uh, although that's a good message for all the priests today. Be obedient uh, to the faith. But um, we say even they are converting over. And, uh, but then we hear that something uh, has happened. There is a problem. And uh, they're addressing it. And what's really wonderful when you read it, um, they learn how to sort out their problems in the church in a very peaceful and swift and just manner. Something we should learn how to do today. Not only in our own church, but in our governments in our nations, right? Um, and what was going on? Uh, the, there is a discrimination happening. Uh, there are women who speak the language of Jesus, widowers, not just women, widowers, um, who speak uh, Aramaic, meaning they're probably uh, very close in blood, uh, nationality to Jesus and the people. The others are Hellenistic or Greeks, and they're widows also. And what's happening is they're showing preferential treatment to the ones who speak their language, but not to the Greeks. So they're being called out on it. That's not what Jesus would have wanted. That's not what God likes. So knock it off. So they move quickly. They put in a committee, if you will, not just any committee that just talks about everything forever and ever and ever and ever. These men were selected, and they went out and they started changing it. And they addressed the problem of their time. And our second reading from Peter describes the responsibility and the special dignity uh, of the members of the Christian community, the baptized. You and I would be members of that community. And uh, uh, he will encourage, Peter will encourage them to follow Christ's ways. Um, he also speaks about those who should have faith but do not, for whatever the reason, he doesn't tell us, um, that they should be following Christ's way, but they are not. But he's warning them uh, there is going to be a price to pay. Uh, and in this case, he refers it to it very kindly as, you're going to stumble and you are going to fall. You are going to be lost. And my uh, friends, uh, our gospel then, um, one of the advantages of this particular gospel is that part of it was the reading for yesterday's Mass. So I've already given a homily. So the students, they're like, we already know what Father Mark's going to say because the reading was yesterday, too. And uh, Jesus offers words of great consolation uh, to his disciples. Uh, remember, this hasn't happened yet, but it's coming, and he's been telling them all along, and they're not getting it. And uh, he's, so he tells them in this gospel, uh, do not let your hearts be troubled. Don't let this overcome you. I've been telling you about this, I don't want you to become paralyzed by this and not know what to do and not know what to say. And uh, he, he went on as we heard, you have faith in God. And by faith, when Jesus uses that word, he means you trust God. You must trust him. So now trust me. 
in what I'm telling you. This is going to happen, but it is not what you think exactly. And uh, after the crucifixion, the disciples had good reason to be troubled. They had been they were going to be persecuted, and there would be the persecution of Christians for many, many, many years after. And uh, to be honest, it hasn't stopped, has it? You simply look to the continent of Africa right now, where we see in a very, very public way um, Christians being murdered there. And, uh, but this will become a scandal to his friends, and he's trying to help them. And... Uh, Jesus encourages them with these words, uh, which he will repeat to them in different ways after he comes back from the dead. But, uh, and my friends, uh, for us, if Jesus isn't resurrected from the dead, then the Christian faith is a sham. It's fake. But this did happen, and he did come back from the dead. And so, uh, here is where the Christian faith, this is what hinges for us. Jesus. And that's why he said, you have faith in my Father, have faith in me and what I say. And he said, and if you don't believe my words, at least believe all the things that have been done by my Father through me. Because he said, the Father's in me, it's his works. And Jesus' resurrection, as I said, is the foundation of our Christian faith. And it convinces us that the passion was the means by which God desired to renew humanity to bring him to himself. And Jesus goes on, uh, and you know, don't let your hearts be overcome by these things. Uh, and w all the adults, the children, maybe not so much, but the adults, we know what that's like. Anxieties and worries, there's a billion-dollar business being made off of that, right? All the people who have to take medicine because they're overcome by anxieties. And this is exactly what Jesus Don't be overcome by these things. And yet, uh, we do, and it's natural for some, it's just... Uh, a reaction that uh, Jesus says we need to overcome. And he said, the way for that is by being together, but by having faith, by trusting my Father. And uh, here we are, uh, as we are, weak and fragile, and, um, and yet the Lord Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. And um, my friends, the other thing he says in this um, gospel, he tells them, I'm leaving and there's a play on the words of the verb go, going. Uh, they have a double meaning. Um, and throughout this gospel, uh, this passage we hear, they keep switching. But what Jesus is meaning is by going, we think movement. But the verb that is being used from the Greek is to do, to do something. Uh, I, said, I guess moving is doing something, but that's not how it's understood. He's going to do something. And uh, he says, I'm going to do this. And then he puts it in a sense, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And the children, I told the children yesterday, we think very small. We think uh, when Jesus said, my, in my father's house, uh, there are many rooms in his mansion. And we think of this little teeny castle. Because <laughs> we're small-minded. <laughs> but that's not what Jesus was talking about. It's a mode of thinking that he had. Uh, but that they would have understood. And, uh, you know, he, um, we think of the material thing, but that's not what Jesus, last, yesterday I told him, uh, it's not a hotel uh, with many rooms. That's not what he's talking about. It's something completely different. Um, but what Jesus is, he would tell us that uh, 
and he would say, destroy this temple and in three days I'll raise it up. So it's him and he's letting us know what he's talking about. He said, do you not know that the Father is in me and I am in the Father? So the place that Jesus is going to do is himself. He becomes the place where we will encounter the Father. So uh, on the other hand, I told the children, remember children what I said yesterday? I said, think about the many universes. We just think about, we hear him say, in my father's house there are many uh, rooms. But I would say, expand and go, in my, what my father has done and created, he made all these universes. So there's plenty of room for everybody. Not just in the Milky Way, but everywhere. Because God created everything. So every universe he created, we can think of those as, those are the rooms that maybe he's talking about. So some people say, well, all these people, all these thousands of years, how are they all going to fit in that one? Hmm, that's because they're all going to fit in all the many universes, right? This is God. He's incredibly gifted this way. So that's what he's talking about. But ultimately, the place, because he tells us, I'm going to my Father. That's what he's talking about. He is making it so that you and I can get to the Father because we want to be there. One day we'll all return and we'll have our bodies and it'll be glorified and all that, and that's going to be wonderful. But for this time, when Jesus says, I'm going to my Father, and will I not go there, and then will I not come back and take you there? He's not talking about the moon. <laughs> He's not talking about maybe hanging out on the rings of Saturn. He's talking about going into the very heart of his Father where he came from. It's a mystery for us, but he's talking about the very heart of the Holy Trinity, we will go, and there is fullness of life and vitality and joy and light and love. Some of the things that are in this world, but none of the bad things that are in this world. And that's what he's talking about. So we have to expand how we understand these scriptures and how, what Jesus is talking about. I'm going to my Father. I will go there, and I will come back for you, and I will take you there. And uh, we have to walk in his ways. And he said... Um, I am the way and the truth and the life. Now, when he says the way, he doesn't mean a GPS where you have to get to another city. He's saying, look at me and see what I've done and said. He didn't just give us a list of directives. He showed us how to do this. So when he says, I am the way, that's what he's talking about. The truth uh, of late, you know, people always have to, and I know they don't mean it that way, but, you know, everyone, I need to speak my truth. I need to speak my truth. I need to speak my truth. What they mean is they would like to tell you about their experience about something. When Jesus says, I am truth, he's talking about, I have told you about my Father and about you. This is the, on, the only truth there is. This is really what you need to know. Everything else are opinions. But he said, and then he finally says, I am life. He is the creator. The scriptures tell us nothing was created. With, everything was created with him, through him, and in him, through his Father. So Jesus says, here it is. If you wish to be with my Father and die, wherever and everywhere, then this is what you do. He kept it kind of simple for us. Uh, sometimes we get it a little bit um, out of control. And the great thing about this is, as he's trying to explain this to him, his friends are getting worried because they're like, Wait, he's saying he's going to die, and he's leaving us. He's abandoning us. But that's why those verbs are so important. 
because that's not exactly what Jesus was saying. He said, I got to do something. I got to make it so that you can get to my father and be in his heart like I am. And uh, he does this by this means, and we can't understand this. This is the folly, as Paul calls it. We don't understand this. We will one day uh, completely, but this is a great act of love. It looks like violence, and this is the great mystery of God. He's able to change everything. So even though this appears to be, a, and it was one of the most violent ways that you could die in Jesus' time, but God transforms it into the reconciliation that's needed for us. And uh, so he didn't abandon when he left, uh, so to speak. Uh, he went and did and made it possible for us. And my friends, um, this is how Jesus prepares that place in his father's house. And after having done so, he promised that he would come back and take us up into his resurrection and everything that it means for us. And... Uh, we ask God to um, increase our faith and let us understand uh, in those ways and to walk in his ways. You know, when people say, I just don't know, I 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 don't know. I don't know what I'm supposed to do when it, Christians. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You know. Your church has all these rules and that church has all these rules. I'm like, all right, shh, shh. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Just go to the scriptures and read and see what Jesus has done. Are you done playing with that? I saw you playing with that. Were you having fun with that? <laughs> Father sees everything from his chair. I was like, he's looking like he's having some fun with that thing. Just go and see what Jesus did. See what he said, and then you will know that he is the way, the truth, and the life, and it won't be so complicated after all. 